Hi, my name is James Morehouse, host of the ABN Resource Podcast. If you're in the lubricants or fuels industry and want the latest market trends, career development tips, and insight from key people in the sector, then this is the podcast for you. If you like the content in today's episode, please leave a review and be sure to subscribe. It really helps us to keep delivering great content direct to you. And now it's time for the podcast. Simon, thank you for joining us today on the video call. This is uh, another one within our interview series where we're uh, speaking with key people within the industry. And uh, Simon at the moment uh, is engaged with Infinium, one of the uh, major additive companies within the sector as an industrial uh, liaison advisor. And um, I first got to meet Simon back in February 2020 at the uh, World Base Oil Conference, if you remember that one. Yep. And it was a great day because the uh, first time a Rising Star Award was made and, uh, and, and you won the award, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank um, you. That was a cause ABN were very happy to support because um, you know we want to make sure a light is being shone on the next generation of talent. And by Simon winning that award, he's firmly in the spotlight for uh, what we hope will be a, a long and successful continued career within the industry we all know and love. So, um, so Simon, just as a, a way of getting started, uh, I know I gave you a bit of an introduction, but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, really many thanks, James, for, for that introduction and for um, setting up that call um, today. Um, so just, just a short introduction about myself. So I started working for Infinium about seven years ago. I initially started as a research engineer, so really on the technology side of um, Infinium, which is really a leading technology organization. Um, and I was immediately in charge of um, international projects, um, primarily related to engine lubricant testing, which is the, one of the core business area of Infinium. Um, and this involves really collaborating with third-party labs um, around the globe, but primarily in Europe and North America when I started my career. But also many uh, field evaluation in, in a lot of diverse countries um, like um, Brazil, India. And, um, and that was really, how, um, really what I enjoyed the most when I joined that industry. And we'll probably come back to that um, later in the discussion. But that um, project management in a, a very diverse cultural environment was really what really breathed my excitement in, in that industry when I started. And on um, one of my, my key success on the technical side um, more recently was really the development of what we've called um, advantage testing capabilities. Um, which we've been using for rapid development of um, formulation for CO2 reduction, which is obviously um, a major global trend in the um, global transportation sector. Yeah. So, so that was really my, my first um, couple of years at Infinium. And then more um, recently, I've broadened my skill set and splitting my role between um, technologies so or retaining some of my initial um, responsibilities, but uh, then bringing uh, a marketing role, which is the industry liaison role that I'm still having today, um, which is my, my main um, occupations, really. 
and uh, which is really um, essentially being in charge of the relationship and negotiation with French OEMs and industry bodies. So, so it's a completely different perspective from um, a very technical role. It does require a lot of, um, of influencing skills, a lot more external focus, um, which I really found really great. Yeah, well, that's uh, awesome to hear the progression as well. And, um, you know, I think a really nice mixture from uh, starting in technical discipline, moving into slightly more commercial roles. You know, I can see how the backgrounds would, would really help add value in both those settings. Um, so tell me, what do you think is, is great about working in the additives and, and lubricants industry? So, well, there are really many, many things. So if, if I try to, to focus on the key elements, um, for me, there are probably three um, main key values um, in that additive and, and more globally the industry we're working on. Um, for me, which are relationship, career development, uh, on impact. So starting with the first one, the, the relationship angle, and um, we really operate in a truly global market, global environment. Um, and I personally found that great because you, you get to uh, meet and learn from uh, very inspiring leaders. And I think that the conference when we met in um, London earlier in this year um, is a great example of that. You, you, in a central location, you get access to a lot of very inspiring leaders. And... Uh, and I've mentioned before in the short introduction that I've been working in, in many different countries and that really shaped my personal experience and my personal character every time I was going abroad. It, it just helped developing um, a much wider, wiser mindset. Okay. So I think having access to that relationship, to that, to that global culture is it's probably not unique to that industry, but it's one of its key characteristics, definitely. Um, the, the second element is really about career development. And um, as I've got um, a mechanical engineering background, you may think that the chemistry, the, the petrochemical industry is probably not the, the way you will start or see your career. And that's definitely not where I was seeing myself 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, but actually, the diversity of the role and the career paths in that industry is just simply amazing. It's, um, it's a very inclusive environment where I found quickly that an opportunity is given to everyone. Uh, and it's not something I've, I've seen in previous experience in other industries where it's more related to... Um, either a specific education or, or a specific type of profile. I haven't seen any of that in that industry. It's really about the, um, the person you are, the skill set, the, the knowledge you can bring, and then you, you get recognized for that. So um, that, that's a very an amazing aspect of our industry. And, and probably the third aspect for me, the impact uh, on many people from outside that industry may not realize maybe, it's, we are really a tangible value creation for the global mobility uh, on transportation. Uh, and we may not realize when changing our lubricant in our car that 
actually the technologies we use today on the road was only possible with the development we've made to the fluid itself. So I think it is is really great when you realize that you, uh, my small contribution at my level, obviously, but you contribute to that to that global transportation system and uh, on transport is something that everyone wants, unlike uh, transport of goods, transport of peoples. Oh, definitely. And I think you know, that's really encouraging to hear. You know, I'm very passionate about the fact that, you know, the work that we do is it's about keeping the world moving um, and, you know, driving that in a more efficient way to, uh, to the benefit of the environment that we're in. Um, and, you know, great to hear about the career progression and inclusivity factors as well. Um, you know, uh, but credit to you as well. You've got to take those opportunities for progression and, and earn them uh, and, and make the most of them. So uh, it's a two-way, two-way street in that regard, I think. Um, co- coming to a point around staff retention, I was interested to get your thoughts on what do you think uh, are some of the best ways to retain staff within this industry? Yeah, it's an absolutely critical aspect. And I think it, it, it was probably always important, but it's going to be more important than ever in the future. I think we, we've got multiple signposts at education level, and probably you see a lot of that at recruitment level as well, that finding people with the right um, why skill set, the right ambition is getting challenging. And we obviously compete now with new industry, new players, which were not here before, which obviously attract a lot of new talents. And we've got to, to, to protect also our space and make sure we, we are still seen uh, as a great industry with um, interesting um, career profile. So I will probably start with something I just mentioned before on inclusivity. Because um, for me, if you create that inclusive environment, um, and that for me generate the opportunities we've also mentioned before in terms of uh, progression, um, I think if you really embed that in everything you do in your organization, then you've got very naturally respect for people, collaboration that build up across your organization, and, and I think, well, I, I can definitely hear a different position, but personally, I think that these are very important value in life on in corporate environment too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think it's getting more important for younger generations as well, having really strong values and, and live by them. Um, so I think for us, Infinium, that definitely is something we've identified and really embedded in our culture and is clearly part of our staff retention per se um um, strategy that's great that's really good i think that's you know hitting some really important factors as well with the value share and inclusivity yeah and i think we we've seen um a second aspect uh, a lot more recently around flexible working uh digitalization um because probably a lot of organizations were on that path but not quite prepared for such a drastic move with lots of the staff being working from home for a long time or permanently for uh, some of us like me. And um, 
And if you build that right collaboration culture um, up front, I think these simple things, well, these things become really much simpler because you, you've set the, the right tool, you've um, got the right um, digital platforms, uh, and then you've got the right culture. And the two comes hand in hand. You cannot just deploy a lot of IT solution without creating the right company culture um, and reversibly. So I think um, that's what we're trying to reflect in the new Infinium purpose, which is really the, the new core value for Infinium, which is we exist to create a sustainable future through innovative chemistry. And um, each individual word of that sentence is extremely important. And for me, that's also part of um, how we attract and retain stuff. Yeah, and I think... Um interesting what you talk about with the changes in the workplace presumably accelerated by the global pandemic of uh, covid19 and um that's probably a whole other podcast just trying to talk about what the future of work might look like um now that people have got more open to remote working and what that could mean for uh, widening the talent pool in the industry as well um, <clears throat> One thing I was interested to hear about was uh, was mentorship. Um, whether you've been uh, giving mentorship to someone or you've been on the receiving end of, of mentorship, have you found that to be useful to your own development? Well, de definitely. I think useful will probably be an understatement, if I may say. <laughs> um, I, I would say really pivotal. Um, I think when, when we joined the the corporate world it doesn't matter how good your education was you still have a lot to learn to to understand um the the culture but also to understand yourself what you're looking for in your actual professional and personal life and uh, on i think from for me the the mentorship which i started by receiving before being in a position where you can give back um has been extremely important it really helped me articulate what was really important for me, building those core values, understand how important personal brand image is in a corporate world. And uh, on, once you've understood the, your core values, then you, you can really articulate um, the person you want to be. Uh, and then you are much more comfortable, I think, dealing with challenging time, challenging situations, stressful environment, because you exactly understand why you're there and what decision is expected from you. So I think it's something I will probably try to never stop in my career because I don't think you ever get enough mentoring because mm. your, your, your needs will change over time. Um, I, I've already seen that despite my still relatively young age that um, I've changed my, my ambition, I've changed the thing I like and the one that I don't quite like. Um, and I now start to also uh, mentor other colleagues, sharing my own experiences, and I'm trying to to understand what others are trying to achieve, and trying to ask them the right question. For me, mentoring is not about giving the answer; it's about helping people getting to the answer themselves by asking them the right questions. And the little times where you can see that was of value to them that helped them either building their own 
career development um, targets or, or even just doing one simple step in their career, it, it's so fulfilling. And, um, and I think the, the more I progress in my career, the more I would like to spend time uh, on those personal development aspects because you can be as valuable as you can imagine in the organization. It's not just about yourself. It's, it's rather about the users and how collectively we deliver value. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, that's a common thing I hear is about mentorship is it's great to be on the receiving end of it. Uh, but it's also great to give it as well and see the impact it makes on lives. So good for the mentor and for the mentee. Um, well, I guess that's, uh, leads nicely into next generation talent and mentorship might be one way, but are there any other initiatives you or Infinium are doing to, to develop the next generation of talent to this sector? Mm. Well, I think that there are probably two key elements in, in that um, question is um, how do you develop talents when they are within your organization already? And the other aspect is how to get those right talents inside your organization. Uh, and those two different aspects probably require slightly different strategy or, or initiatives, should I say. So I think for, for the first one, so once they are within your organization, for me, it's really about time. Time is your key variable. So you, if everyone allocates collaboration time um, with um, the new talent, either for sharing knowledge experience, also sharing the passion we've got for everything we do, um, you, you really build that, that cohesive, collective environment and you will bring those talents naturally uh, to their uh, maximum potential level because you were there to understand their expectation, understand what they were looking for. And for me, a great organization is when both ends make a step towards each other. So if the already experienced talents are able to listen to the next generation talents and then bring together to a, to a consensus position, then you, you really let your organization evolve for the greatest. Um, so, so that's really for me when, when they are in, it's about the mentoring, the coaching we've mentioned, which are actually two very different aspects of, of talent development. But I think it both relate to the time you allocate to them. And what about um, external talent attraction? So trying to bring new people into the industry because, uh, you know, I'm conscious there is a skills gap and a bit of a talent shortage in some key areas. So what do you think would be good initiatives there from your experience? Mm. We, well, we, we started a number of initiatives at Infinium at a lot of different education level. Um, it, it does start actually at primary school where um, we've done some very cool um, chemistry experiments um, with very young um, kids just to create that excitement about the science in general. And it's not about targeting a specific individual for organization in 20 years time, yeah. but it's about to, to build that, that passion, that curiosity about what does science, science offer and um, on chemistry is a, is a very great, great channel for that because you can do very 
demonstrated colorful experiments which will amaze any kids around the world. So, so we do a little bit of that. It's um, typically on personal initiatives. So you, every colleague is welcome to do that at its own um, home school if they want. And, uh, and it's when collectively we all contribute to that environment that I think we will get that, that next generation of talent. But more, more closely to our business, because you, you cannot just invest in primary school, that will be a, a slightly dangerous strategy. But we do also have a lot of um, collaboration with specific university we've identified um, because they've got um, a specific set of um, either selection criteria or specific technical modules, which are aligned with our industry needs. And um, on one great example of that is um, IFP School, which is in Paris, um, where um, I obtained my second master degree in um, engine design and testing. And uh, more recently, we've been um, working with them to create um, apprenticeship opportunity within our organization. So um, I know I was in that situation eight, nine years ago, trying to find um, sponsoring organization that um, were ready to invest in me and give me the opportunity to get that experience. Um, and now I feel it's my time to give it back. So um, it has been a, a very great experience because those universities are desperate of having those collaboration with industry partners. Uh, and they're ready to adjust their programs based on what you expect, obviously not on an individual basis, but they want to understand what the evolving industry needs is and uh, and then adjust accordingly when there is a gap. Yeah, that's great. So um, have you seen any success? I don't know how long the relationship has been going, but how how much success have you, have you had with it so far? Well, it's been extremely successful, I would say. We've got um, actually one of the apprentices working for us at the moment. And for me, is one of the best definition of, of the next generation talents. Is is enthusiastic, is motivated, is bringing fresh knowledge. Um, he is very keen, and he does represent what exactly what we wanted to achieve here. Is uh, is creating that pipeline. Um, we know he does share that experience with his colleagues as well. So it does very naturally expand. Mm. Um, people's knowledge about our industry. And um, it doesn't quite matter where someone starts his career. Uh, in 20 years' time, he can be in a completely different industry. So I think creating that awareness quite early in their career is, um, is equally important. But the, we've been extremely lucky with the candidate we found so far is um, bringing invaluable um, asset to the organization. Yeah, well, that, that's... Um... That's just great to hear because I think attitude counts for a lot when you're talking about enthusiasm. Uh, but, you know, those fresh new ideas and fresh perspectives into an organization can be a really powerful thing to have for, for creating new, new ways to go, uh, new revenue streams. So uh, that's great. And finally, what do you see as the key challenges for 2020? <laughs> Well, I think this is a, a, a typical difficult question at any point in time, but in 2020 perspective, 
it's probably even more difficult considering the the, the world pandemic and the uncertainty uh, around that. Um, we do like acronym in our industry a lot. And um, I think the one that for me best describe 2020 is um, VUCA. I don't know if you came across that one around yeah. um, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And, um, and for me, I really consider this is 2020 and probably beyond as well. Mm. And, and as long as you are open and honest about uncertainty for yourself on, on your organization, but remain confident in your resilience, then I, I think we've got all the right um, skills, foundations um, um, to, to pass that difficult time. Um, so for me, that, that VUCA aspect is extremely important and will be critical for 2020. Um, obviously, on an economic aspect, a lot of private organizations are going to have a difficult time. We're seeing that um, on, on the price every day, um, so sometimes with, um, with a difficult decision being made on, on staff, but it, it's not something we are um, affected by at Infinium at all so far. Um, I'm very pleased with that because it's a, it's a great representation of the robust business model and strong value we've built over time because it's, it's typically in difficult time that you also recognize those organizations that are the, the right foundations um, to survive in a difficult environment. So I, I feel a bit um, lucky in that, um, in that context. Um, but I think the, the, the last probably two points for me um, is to work closely with people like you, James, because you you understand the needs of the industry, and um, and the the few interactions we had so far, I've been really really positively impressed by the way you you look at matching individual profile with industry requirements, create the right opportunity, and uh, and I think for 2020 it's going to be an extremely important aspect. And um, and if I may just hand on on a positive note, um, for me in changing time, motivation and enthusiasm are, are so important. They are, they are important value all time, but more than ever now. And um, and we can all decide at individual level whether we want to see that glass half full or half empty. And, uh, and as long as you, we all realize that behind all challenges in life, you've got actually a great opportunity waiting for you, then um, I'm very confident about the future. Yeah, Simon, I just think that's an awesome outlook to take, not just in a working context, but a life context as well. Um, you know, amidst, amidst VUCA, we can all have a personal responsibility for how we respond to that and uh, the decisions that we make. And um, I think that's a very, uh, a very good reminder for the audience. And um, thank you so much for your time today and your valuable insight and sharings. And um, uh, we'll look forward to continuing a relationship with you. Thank you very much, James. Thank you for joining us on today's ABN Resource Podcast. We would love to hear your feedback. 
so please subscribe and review on your preferred media and get in touch for any suggestions on future content and your observations. Thank you for listening.